Are you an author, poet, comic book creator, or an artist? Do you have a novelette, novella, novel, poetry book, comic book, graphic novel, or art books that you thought about publishing, but you don't have the cash to self-publish? Well, this is your lucky day. Announcing Dark Myth Publications' second annual Open Contract Challenge. Currently, we are accepting submissions for round one, the pitch. No matter what type of book you have, send the judges your pitch by 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, April 30th. So what do you get if you win? I'm glad you asked. Third place winner will receive a $50 Visa gift card. Second place winner or the runner-up will receive an ebook contract for publication through one of Dark Myth's brands, plus a $100 Visa gift card. Grand prize winner will receive a contract for an ebook and a print publication through the Dark Myth Publication Division, a full distribution market circulation for a year. Also, you'll receive a $200 Visa gift card. Cool, right? But we're not done yet. As the winner, you will also receive a round-trip airfare and hotel accommodations to California to be part of the second annual Jayzoman Pop Culture Expo for the signing of the book in 2021. And now that I have your attention, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com and enter to win. And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Myth Bits. Hey everybody, and welcome to the World of Myth Bits. I'm your host, Stephanie Barty, and this is episode 76. I probably don't sound as upbeat and jovial as I usually do, because I'm not. I am coming to you from the boudoir. Um, No special guests this week, except my cat, and that's about the only person that uh, is allowed to come near me. Um, I got sick, started feeling really bad about five days ago, April 1st. Yay, April fools on me. Um, called telehealth, which is a system we have here in, um, I think it's Canada wide. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, I know it is in Ontario, the province that I live in, where you can speak to a real nurse. And my husband and I were concerned about my symptoms. Um, Now, I hadn't left the house in probably two weeks since I had arrived back home from my sisters. But my husband and my daughter both still go to work every day and they do the shopping. And somehow I managed to get sick. So we called telehealth. And they told me to call our local assessment center immediately. So I did. And I talked to the assessment nurse. And I do have several of the symptoms of COVID-19. They have classified me as an unconfirmed case because I'm not sick enough to warrant being swabbed and tested because I can be managed at home, um, over-the-counter 
medication is managing my fever. Um, my breathing is still fairly decent. And even if the test came back positive, my treatment wouldn't change because there's nothing they can do. As long as I can still breathe on my own and my fever can be controlled, the course of treatment is quarantine at home. So my world of being isolated in my house suddenly got a whole lot smaller. I've now been quarantined to my room and there are a lot, a long list of sanitization things that now need to be implemented. Everything that I use, dishes, towels, um, basically the bathroom upstairs is mine, except for showers, obviously, but everything gets sanitized. Um, my family has been isolated away from me in the same house. My meals are brought to me, but at a distance. And I'm in my room. I've been in bed basically for the last five days. Um, today is the first day that it's been, I think, about 12 hours since my fever since I've had to take anything for my fever, it seems to be maintaining um, fairly low, around 99, which is not bad. That's really low grade, which is good. Yay! Because it was up to like 102 at one point. Um, my body hurts. I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck. My chest hurts from coughing. My ribs hurt from coughing. My head hurts. Everything just hurts. It's like the worst cold you could ever have. And then some. Everything hurts. My eyelashes hurt. So, this is not going to be a long podcast because I just don't have the energy for that. But... I did want to put something out because I know I have um, fans that count on me being there on Monday, and um, and there I mean I have the most understanding fans in the world. I really do. But you guys are great. Okay, I say fans, listeners. <laughs> I have the most understanding listeners. You know they may rib me a little bit about not having a podcast out on the Monday, but once they find out why. You know, it's nothing but warm wishes and heartfelt messages, and it's just, it's great. I really appreciate it. But I wanted to get something out there to you guys, because there are a few things that I want to talk about. Um, like I said, I haven't been out of my house. Uh, let me see. I'll give you some dates. Timelines. Okay, so I arrived back in Canada March 6th. I came home March 14th to my home. I was at my sister's for a week. And I haven't been outside of my house since March 14th. Now, I have now been quarantined to my bedroom since April 1st. 
And I have another eight days, nine days, nine days to go before I can even step outside of my bedroom. Which will make the rest of my house seem so much bigger because it got so much smaller all of a sudden. Um, I was going somewhere with this. See, this is, this is another part of it too, is your train of thought just gets completely derailed. Concentration is really hard, which is why I want to kind of keep this short or I'm going to be rambling and rambling and rambling and it's just going to be bad. And I just don't have the energy or the breath for that. So I have been inside my house since the 14th of March doing everything we possibly can to keep me healthy because um, I have an autoimmune disease and I have cardiomyopathy which means my heart is damaged so I am classified as high risk which is why the health unit and the assessment center are kind of keeping an eye on me the minute anything changes the minute I start struggling and I can't control the fever or my breathing the congestion gets worse I am to go straight to the hospital no questions do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars Oh, excuse me. So, we have been doing everything to keep me healthy. Me and my husband and my daughter were sanitizing. They would change the clothes. Um, trying to stay, keep a distance from me when I was just regularly self-isolating. But it didn't work. I still got sick. Somehow, some way... Um, the bug got in and here I am <coughs> really sick and precautions have had to been stepped up I don't leave my room without wearing a mask and I only travel 10 feet down the hallway to the bathroom 20 feet at most um, we have an air purifier in our house it's been moved into my room now and my window's open. So, I did venture downstairs yesterday um, for a minute and ended up having a confrontation with my neighbor through my kitchen window because he was standing there like two feet from my kitchen window staring at me, him and his buddy. So I opened the window and told him, you know, six feet, dude back up, back up, six feet, back up, and he started chirping off about how it's all government conspiracy, and that's when I told him, I'm sick, I am infected, and if you do not back up and get away from my window, I will cough on you. Well, he decided that maybe we needed to discuss his issue at a later date over a beer. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, okay, the point that I was trying to get to is if you can, if you are not an essential worker, stay home. Please, I beg you, stay home. Designate one person to do your shopping from your house. Don't go out as a family event, as a way to escape the monotony of being locked in your house 
you're not being locked in your house as a punishment. It's to help save lives, to help keep people healthy. I just, it, it drives me crazy because I'm still seeing people totally disregarding the social distancing. My tree-killing neighbor, the one I had the disagreement with yesterday, is a prime example. He decided he was going to have a kegger in his garage last night. Now, this is a man that is well into his 70s. He's a chronic alcoholic and thinks he's above the law, that the rules don't apply to him. So he's out there with eight of his buddies sitting in his garage drinking beer having a grand old time and I mean they're sitting maybe two feet apart from each other if that slapping each other and laughing and leaning over and talking to each other and I know because I can see all this from my bedroom window because his garage is right below my bedroom window so not impressed because here I am we did everything we could everything right everything we thought we were doing to keep me safe and here I am in my room for the next nine days sick my husband is off work for two weeks because of all of this now lucky enough he was allowed he could take it as two weeks vacation and we don't have to wait for unemployment insurance because that is just a horrendous nightmare right now um, my daughter-in-law applied at the beginning of March and she's still waiting. She's been approved. She's still waiting. Hasn't seen a dime. And that was on the 13th of March. So, it sucks. It really, really, really sucks. And I just want to get better. I want this to go away. I want people to here by the social distancing and adhere to the self-isolation and only go out if it is absolutely necessary so that this can go away because I mean I'm reading articles that say this could last this self-isolation and social distancing can last up to a year to two years nobody wants that I love my family but I'll be trapped in the house with them for the next two years thank you somebody will die okay a little bit of housekeeping before I lose all my energy. Uh, open contract challenge. We're still taking submissions until midnight California time. So if you're in the same time zone I am, that's 3 a.m. April 31st. I don't know. How many days are there in April? 30th. April 30th. Okay. So... Get your submissions in. Now, I do want to talk to you about the submissions. We have been seeing a lot of submissions coming in where English is not their first language. Get help with your pitch. You want to put the best possible pitch you can because that's what's going to get the judge's attention from the very beginning is that pitch. And that pitch will get you moved on to the next stage of the competition. Um... So, make sure your pitch is worded carefully and you're using proper English grammar. 
and punctuation and it makes sense and it flows and it's spelt correctly. I mean, spelling, you know, okay, might be able to overlook that, but we have to be able to, not me personally, but the judges have to be able to understand what the pitch is trying to say. And if English is not your first language, do not depend on a translator to translate what you're trying to say. Talk to somebody who does speak fluent English and double-check your pitch. Make sure your pitch sounds the way you want it to. Because that's the judge's first impression of you. So, But yeah, pitches are coming in fast and furious. So we've got 25 more days until submissions close for the open contract challenge. So if you've got a pitch and you want to get it in, go to opencontractchallenge.com and get that pitch in. Get your pitches, bitches. <laughs> that's my attempted humor. But anyway. Okay, so that's Open Contract Challenge. Um, I want to thank everybody who listened to our marathon uh, magazine review last week. <laughs> Um, I didn't realize, I don't think either one of us realized it was as long as it was. Um, yeah, Dave and I have a tendency to get a little chatty when we're, when we're podcasting together. We are both long-winded, and I apologize for the length. Um, I know that was an issue for some of you, and um, we will haven't decided yet if we're going to continue with Dave and I doing the review. It was a lot of fun, and I think it was really nice to have two different perspectives. Um, but it was long. That was a long podcast. And I, I mean, doing it myself, I usually am running over an hour. So we'll see. We're going to play around with it for a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, the reviews will continue, just so you know. Thank you to all of our contributors and all of that good stuff. Two days, in two days, we will be announcing the member of the month for this issue. So don't forget to go over and read everything that's there and vote for your favorites and let the contributors know. Um... And voting will close in two days, and we will announce the winner. Uh, yeah, this is a really short one, guys. I am sorry. Um, I'm trying to focus. I have birds chirping outside my window, which is making me very jealous, because every other April, for the longest time, for as far back as I can remember, there's been snow and blizzards, and it's been miserable and icky, and there's snow. And this April, the snow's gone. It's beautiful. I could be outside in my backyard getting my gardens ready. I mean, yes, I know you don't plant until after the May long weekend because, you know, frost. Um, But we could get all the deadfall cleaned up from the winter and the layer of leaves that we leave down. We get that all mulched up and worked into the soil. and, And here I am in my room. Although I think once I'm starting to feel a bit better and my body doesn't scream every time I move, 
my head doesn't scream every time I raise it off my pillow. Um, I think I'm going to clean my room and reorganize my room and redecorate my room. And Who knows, sometime next week I might get a wild hair up my butt and decide that I want to paint my room a different color. That's happened before. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. And I want to paint my downstairs living room and get rid of some stuff. And oh, I got a car! I got a car. I'm so excited. I'll be able to now get to a lot more events, um, a lot more conventions and expos and travel and visit a lot more bookstores and things like that. So, yeah, I'm really excited. It's a 2017 Nissan Micra, which is the newest car I've ever owned in my life. Usually anything I've owned is 10 years or older. And it's got really low mileage on it. Um, in Canadian, it's 31,000 and change clicks on it. In American, it's like 19,000 miles on it. Um, and it's just a little car. It's all I need is a little, little beep beep. So I'm excited about that. I should have that uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I know the dealership's going to get the plates on it on Monday. So, yay! Um, I'm excited about that. Now, mind you, I can't go anywhere right now. And with the social distancing, I can't go anywhere when I'm healthy, so... <laughs> But it'll be nice to, you know, stand out there and look at it in my driveway. <laughs> and know that eventually I'll be able to drive it and go places. Well, my husband's all excited because now we can get back to the really good fishing spots that we used to go to. Um, and we had some really good fishing spots. But you can't walk to them. You have to, it's like a good 45 minute drive to get to them. And we haven't done that in a few years. We haven't had a car. So... I'm excited about that. Um, I've been binging a lot of Netflix. And I had to switch to shows that I'd already seen because of the inability to stay awake for long periods of time. Watching movies was not working. I tried binging some new series and ended up having to watch like some episodes two and three times before I'd actually managed to watch the entire episode. And I just, no, <laughs> I give up. So, right now, I was binging Supernatural, but I was getting too close to season 15 and I had to stop because it just depressed me. And those that are Supernatural fans will understand. Um, carry on, my wayward son. <coughs> so now I've switched over to Once Upon a Time, which is one of my favorite series. I think this is like the second or third time that I've run through the entire season, all the seasons, um, because I really enjoy it. It's a really good show, um, in my opinion, and I, I really like it. And if I happen to fall asleep and I sleep through two or three episodes, that's okay. Because when I wake up and it's still playing on my Netflix and I can open my eyes and go, oh, that's where we are now, okay, and carry on. It's okay. <laughs> I don't miss anything because I've already seen it. Um, I did watch The Tiger King before I got sick. I did watch that. My husband and I did watch that. And we were just 
we just started to watch it because we'd seen everybody talking about it. We, okay, you know what? We got to check this out and see if it's really as crazy as people say they are. And let me tell you, it's like it's seriously like watching a train wreck. You can't, no matter how bad it is, you can't look away. And we binged the entire series in one night because it was just it, okay. There's another. What do you mean? There's another episode? How could it possibly get crazier than this? And it does. It really does. Now I'm keeping all of my opinions to myself because there are so many opinions floating around out there. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't care one way or the other. My concern is for the the wildlife, but that's besides the point. Um, but wow, yeah. <laughs> Florida got some crazy people. I'm telling you, it was it was entertaining to watch. You're looking for something that you really don't need to follow the storyline, and you want to watch a, a holy crap! What did I just watch? Documentary. That's the one to watch. It. it yeah. <laughs> I probably won't watch it again, but I can say I did watch it once. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, my life is, you know, I, I usually have a whole bunch of stuff to tell you and a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but since the last podcast, my world has come to a screeching halt. And there's, I play online games. And I binge Netflix or Amazon Prime. Or sleep. <laughs> I'm really, really glad that I did get my new-to-me mattress when my mom gave us her old sleigh bed, queen-size sleigh bed. Because my old mattress, if I had to spend this amount of time on my old mattress, it would have killed me. The mattress itself, would not the illness, but the mattress itself would have killed me. Because there wasn't enough padding in the world to make that mattress comfortable. And believe me, I tried. So I'm really glad that I now have this lovely new mattress with the memory foam. And yeah. Except my butt's getting sore. <laughs> sore butt. I still try and, and spend as much time as I can sitting up. Um because I don't want to spend all my time lying down. I spent the first three days doing nothing but sleeping and lying down. Um, yesterday, I sat up for most of the day. And it wore me right out. I slept from... I slept... I think I went to sleep around 3.30, 4 in the morning. I finally was able to find a position comfortable enough that I could fall asleep and slept till almost 2 o'clock this afternoon (laughs) when my husband finally came up to see if I was still alive and bring me a coffee. So, you do an awful lot of sleeping. Awful lot of sleeping. And it's, it's bizarre because one minute you're awake and the next minute you're opening your eyes going, did I fall asleep? And time has passed, so obviously you did. But, we're keeping a close eye on things and because it's been about 12 hours since I've had to take anything for my fever, I do think I am on the mend. Necessarily feel like it at the moment, 
but I'm not freezing, so that's a plus. Um, yeah, so open contract challenge. Get your stuff in, get your pitches in. You only got about 25 days left. Closes April 30th. So um, I think, like I said, this is going to be a short one, so I think we're going to wrap this up at half an hour. I'm sorry, guys, but I did want you to know I'm still out here. And if you need someone to talk to, reach out on Messenger, um, on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Send a message and say, hey, I just need to chat. Because I know what it's like to just need to chat to somebody. Um, when I say that we are a family, that the world of myth, those aren't just words. We care about you as people not as contributors to our magazine. We care about you as people. And whether you're still contributing or you haven't contributed in years, it doesn't matter. You're still a member of that family and your safety and your well-being is important to me and to Dave. So if you're needing a moment and you just need to vent or you just need a friendly ear to talk to outside of the people that you talk to on a regular basis, I'm here. Just letting you know that I'm here. Um, and there are people out there that can attest to that. In our magazine, that'll tell you, yeah, I am here. She is here. She's there. She'll talk to you. <laughs> Especially now because <laughs> I'm alone in my room. And nobody to talk to. Well, I have people to talk to. But I need more people to talk to. And I'll be so glad when I can talk to real people. Face to face. Sit down. Have a coffee. Hug. I miss hugging. I never thought I would say this. Because I'm not a... I mean, I'm an, I'm an affectionate person. But I'm not like a, a random hugger. I miss hugs. I do. I miss hugs. Good hugs. Backcracking hugs. I miss hugs. Anyway, now I'm just starting to ramble. So right, I'm going to wrap this up for this week. And hopefully next week I am feeling much better and have a whole bunch more stuff to tell you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your damn hands. Don't go out unless you absolutely have to. And to all of my listeners who are essential workers and are on the front lines, the grocery store clerks, fast food restaurants, cab drivers, ambulance attendants, paramedics, nurses, doctors, factory workers, like my husband, who are all deemed essential. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for risking your lives every day to keep us going. You guys are the real heroes. And I have several of those heroes in my family. My sister, who's a, uh, a nurse practitioner. Um, my daughter-in-law, Tabby. She works at Walmart, and she's that's considered the front line. She is out there every day, with the public every day, risking her health because she's deemed an essential worker. My husband, who works in a factory, who makes... Um, Brita jugs, and now they're making medical, going to be making medical equipment parts. 
he's an essential worker. My daughter, who's a cleaner in a factory, sanitizes everything. Um, thank you. All of you, thank you. The PSWs, the personal support workers who go out every day and look after the elderly and look after the disabled, thank you. Parents that are primary caregivers for their children and have to go out every day and get groceries, get medications, thank you. Thank you for, for being those people to step up and do what needs to be done. And the rest of us should stay home out of respect for those people. And have have a plan. When you go shopping, have a plan. Don't go and browse. It's not an outing to get you out of the house for a few hours. Remember the days of hunting and, and foraging? You go out, you hunt, you get your food, you get home, you deal with your food. We're back to that. You go out, you get your food, you get home. Now back then you had to get home really quickly before the bears smelled the blood of the kill. Now, you just got to get home quickly before you contaminate anybody. Or you yourself get contaminated. And make sure that you, you sanitize everything you're bringing into your home. Go in with your list. Get your stuff. If you can, like I have friends of mine that... Um, have the layout of the stores they're going to so they know exactly which aisles they need to hit to get the stuff on their list and they can get in and get out. Do that. Be efficient. You're not at work where you can be efficient. You're stuck at home. So, make your grocery outing like a Mission Impossible deal. You need to get in and out as quickly as possible. Set a time limit. If you want to make it exciting, set a time limit. You know, put the Mission Impossible theme onto your iPod, onto your, your phone, whatever you listen to music on. Stick it in your ears and, you know, do, 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 and you go with your list. Get your stuff. Get out. See how fast it, you can do it. If you need to spice it up, do it that way. Don't go and browse through the aisles and, you know, see what new stuff has come in and take a look at comforters and t-shirts and no get your stuff get the hell out go home because I want summer I want to be able to go fishing I want to be able to go swimming I want to be able to go and do stuff and unless we get rid of this virus and we flatten the curve and people start getting healthy and the numbers start going down that's not going to happen and the restrictions on what we are allowed to do are going to get tighter and tighter. I mean, our, our premier of our province has just revamped the essential business list and made it a whole lot shorter, which means a whole lot more things are closed. So, smarten up, people. Do what you need to do. It sucks. I know it sucks. But don't think you're immune. I did. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Not by long shot. So. Alright. So don't forget to go over and check out the magazine at www.theworldofmyth.com You can check out the Open Contract Challenge at opencontractchallenge.com You can catch us on Facebook at The World of Myth Magazine. 
the World of Mythbits podcast or Open Contract Challenge. We are on Twitter and Instagram as well. So um, I'm going to sign off now and lie back down. And I will talk to you all next week. See ya. The World of Myth Bits.